We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my darling, my soul sibling, and my fabulous friend. I'm so happy to be spending some time with you here today on Empower Radio. Yes, indeed, life and relationships can be confusing. And I find myself often having conversations with people that don't always agree with me. In fact, one of the biggest debates I have with people is the one about God. There are people who identify themselves. There have been friends of mine who have identified themselves as an atheist. And they say, God can't exist. If he did, why is there so much pain and suffering in the world? Why is there so many people living with illness and disease and addiction? Why is there so much fear and anxiety and stress? And the big one, why do bad things happen to good people? My answer is that this is a myopic view and we need to get a higher perspective. My guest today says by stepping back and taking a more panoramic view, answers can begin to reveal themselves. Certainly life can seem painful and unfair, but there is more to the story. And my guest today wrote about this story and essentially created a comprehensive guide for anyone who wants it to figure out where they are, what is going on, and how to get to where they want to be. We are here with Craig Colovo. Craig is an author, entrepreneur, artist, philanthropist, and seeker. He wrote an amazing book that I love called I Am God in Disguise and So Are You. His book simplifies and demystifies the spiritual path in a fun, lighthearted way. And his inspirational message is clear, comprehensive, helpful, uplifting, empowering, and universal. Craig believes that we share the same collective purpose, which is to discover the divine within, surrender to this power, and then inspire others on this path. Craig, I'm so happy to be having this conversation with you here today on Empower Radio. Fabulous, Tammy. Thank you so much for the opportunity to come on and share a little bit of my message with your audience. Love your message. Now, let's make sure I said your last name correctly. Colavo. Mm-hmm. Colavo. Yes, very Colavo. good. Colavo. I love that name. It's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful oh. name and a beautiful book. Oh my gosh. I recognized myself so much through your book. And I was like, I wish I would have picked this up when I was confused because I think it would have given me a lot of clarity, but I'm grateful to have the conversation with you here today so that maybe it can um, give others clarity if they're in any chaos. Oh, well, yeah, great. That's great to hear. And I really appreciate you taking the time to read it. Um, yes. Cover to cover. <laughs> I, I agree. You know what? I wish, I wish I had this roadmap myself, you know, when I was younger, I, I totally agree with you. Um, to be honest with you, that was, that was actually my motive. My original motivation for writing Tammy was, was really just to share with my kids some of my life experiences, you know, the the good, the bad, the ugly, the aha moments. Um, I don't know, maybe all parents feel this way at some point. Why should my kids have to go through the the same crap, you know, the the pain, the suffering, the struggles that I've been through. So Yeah. Um, now, now don't get me wrong. My kids are in their twenties, 
I don't want any of your listeners to think this is a children's book. Um, <laughs> but, but it couldn't hurt. I think it couldn't hurt. I think I would have loved this when I was like eight or 10. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Well, you, you know, make but, it so clear. You make it very clear. Well, thank you. Thank you. That was, that was my, my main goal. You know, I've been a seeker for decades and I've been journaling for many, many, uh, many of those years. So when I took on this, this, uh, project, I pulled out my dusty box of journals and spread them across the kitchen table. And I would say the process from beginning to end was, I don't know, it was almost two years, mm -hmm. but somewhere around the five or six month mark, it was like this story just jumped off the page and it was just crystal clear to me, this, this path that I'd been on and, and my purpose going forward. And I kid you not, Tammy, it was like, it was like someone gave me a secret treasure map Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, this map was in the form of a puzzle and, and the pieces were given to me over many, many years. Uh, so what I'm saying is I didn't have access to this map when I was in my 20s. Mm -hmm. But the exciting part was I had it now and the pieces all came together. And I say I was excited. I was probably more terrified <laughs> <laughs> the, the, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. I believe here, you. <laughs> yeah, so if you can, if you can empathize with me here, I'm here. I'm writing for months, uh, something that is extremely personal and something that I intended only to share with my children. And now I knew in a moment that it was much more than that. It's so that. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my inspiration really changed in that moment. And, and right now I would say my mission, I, I guess I see myself kind of as a spiritual activist mm -hmm. and my goal is to inspire others on this path. And it doesn't matter if, if you're, if you're brand new and you're just exploring you know, this journey, this, this book can serve maybe as an entry ramp. Um, if you've been a seeker for, for many, many years, maybe I can shed some light on these, on these different stages to help you walk a little bit quicker. Um, or if I'm preaching to the choir, Tammy, and I'm, I'm guessing that a lot of your audience uh, are very enlightened, awakened people. This is great news because I need everyone, including the choir, to help me on this help me on this adventure. Ah, I mean, we yes. we all have to share in inspiring others on this path. Yes, that's absolutely why I do this show. And you know, I'm always saying onward and upward, let's journey together. So I'm gonna I have a pull-out quote here that I love so much that I think is just it really is just like Bam. And it reminds me of Mahatma Gandhi's quote, be the change you want to see in the world. Mm -hmm. I say all the time, outer reality is a reflection of inner reality. Well, actually, Buddha said that many, many years ago, but I, I um, repeat that often. And we need to take personal responsibility for our inner reality if we want to see big changes in the world. So you say the struggles we see in the outer world are a direct reflection of the battle being played out in our inner world, that we've been consumed by external stimuli completely identified with our small selves, that we're disconnected from our true nature, which is the root cause. 
When we learn how to handle the inner battle, peace will soon follow in the outer world. To me, that's like, bam, that's (laughs) it. Pull it back. Take care of your inner struggles, right? Oh, yeah. You know, I hate to oversimplify it, but I really believe that all the pain and suffering that we currently see in the world today is directly related to our disconnection from source. Couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, if you, if you really, really want to boil it down. So we, we become overwhelmed because we see the chaos and we think that we cannot, you know, we can't change anything. We're too small, but, but really if you look within and you, well, you said it, you know, the Gandhi quote, you know, it's, if you, if you can be the change that you want to see in the world, that is all of our first step. And, Mm -hmm. and Tammy, we are always being watched. And especially when people see us transforming and people see us evolving and changing, you know, it starts, you know, internally, and then it gradually spreads in our household Mm -hmm. and our family, you know, our family and friends see us changing. And then, uh, you know, the circle gets a little bit bigger, our community and, and those watching us, you know, we have to lead by example and be the change. I think that's, you know, that's it in a nutshell. Live by example. I say that all the time. And then we create the ripple effect from the inside out. And uh, I, I just couldn't agree with you more. I think, you know, upset is on the inside. We can watch TV, but if it upsets us on the inside, we need to be able to take care of our own internal upset. If we're waiting for the world to reflect back to us peace and grace and ease, we're going to be waiting a long time. It doesn't work <laughs> from the outside in that well. So that's what I love about your book. It's about uh, going within and taking personal responsibility. And I'm with you. What I have found is that... Um, our upset and our pain comes from our perceived disconnection from our higher self, our higher power, our higher nature, which is love and compassion. Uh-huh. So um, you talk about the bodyguard and uh-huh. um, that we all have this as a persona or a mask or a separate self. And I perceive that as um, ego. I would say we're either edging God out or inviting God only, ego or I go. So um, let's talk about the bodyguard. You say we all have it. It's kind of an important part of the process here on planet Earth. So um, speak to that a little bit, would you? Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, fabulous. So the bodyguard, you know, it's funny because... The ego, and you're right, in, in my book, I do identify the bodyguard as the separate self, the ego, everything related to this this separate facade that we've created. And, and the, the ego slash bodyguard gets such a bad rap. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's the root of all evil, right? But really, in the beginning, the bodyguard has great intentions. You know, it might help, Tammy, if I just briefly you know, give you, I don't know, my, my message in a nutshell, so to speak, because the bodyguard, you know, uh, this will kind of lead into where the bodyguard's creation comes from. Mm -hmm. I, I see that we're all born into this world as body and soul and, Mm -hmm. Both are equally important for this adventure. Actually, in the book, in chapter one, I refer to this as alien birth. 
And the reason I call it that is I really feel like this is how it must feel to be a newborn, like, <laughs> like an alien crashing on a strange planet to, to kind of help support that, that idea. I looked up the word alien in the dictionary and huh? it's defined, it's defined as any being foreign to its current environment an outsider belonging to a very different place. Mm, perfect. Right, right. Well, mm -hmm. so think about it. So think about it. At birth, we're being pulled from this invisible world of pure energy, pure spirit into the world of form. I mean, even, even doctors say somewhere after the 22nd day after conception, this spark of energy just appears from nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I believe that spirit, that soul, soul comes in mm -hmm. the quickening. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and you and I off air, you know, talked about Teilhard de Chardin's quote, we are all spiritual beings having this having human, human experience, having this mm -hmm. human experience. Mm -hmm. So, so getting back to the newborn, can you imagine how terrifying it must be for that infant to open her eyes for the first time and see these strange beings staring back at her. I mean, I can tell you for sure, Tammy, this newborn is, does not identify with these beings, these faces that are hovering over her. Uh, <laughs> right. Can't you imagine? Well, I think that's maybe why we can't remember we're being protected. <laughs> right. Right. No, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. So, so to get to your question with the bodyguard from this place of fear and in the book, I call this primal fear. We quickly learn to create this facade or this mask, a, a barrier for protection. And this separate self becomes our bodyguard who will be, you know, our loyal bodyguard who's going to lead us for many, many years to come. And actually, we grow so accustomed to taking instructions from this bodyguard that we completely forget about that divine part of our nature. Mm -hmm. the soul, the spirit, but wait, don't feel guilty because so far everything is unfolding perfectly. There are no mistakes in the universe and forgetting our divine nature was not a mistake. This, this temporary amnesia is all part of the master plan. Actually, you know what? I printed out just a short little excerpt. Could, could I just, it really perfectly summarizes what we're talking about. Oh, of course. Perfect. Yeah. Great, great. Thanks. As we transition from the world of spirit to the world of form, we find ourselves in a very strange place. As spiritual beings having this human experience, we feel fear for the first time. This primal fear leads to the creation of the bodyguard mm -hmm. who will become our loyal partner for years to come. Our mm -hmm. true self must step aside for this portion of the adventure. This sleeping giant will soon become a distant memory. This temporary amnesia is necessary during this phase of the journey. The sleeping giant will awaken when the time is right, but for now we have much to learn. Mm. So although I believe that forgetting our divine nature is natural, necessary part of our development, 
so is remembering. And that's really what my book is all about, Tammy. Yes, yes, yes. Remembering and inviting, to me, it takes an invitation because we live on a planet of choice. And I think the choice is, do we want to remember or do we want to stay in this unconscious stage? And you say most people, the majority of people on planet Earth are kind of stuck in that unconscious stage. But it doesn't mean we have to. Each of us can right. raise our hands and say, I want to wake up. Do you want to take the red pill? Do you want to take the blue pill? What? Do you <laughs> and it's often pain that inspires us to want to wake up. It's like, that was certainly the case for me. Um, so I raised my hand. I want to wake up. And um, I think that does start to, what, nudge the sleeping giant? How would you explain that? Oh, exactly. Exactly. Well, you know what? For me, I feel like I've solved that big cosmic riddle which is what is the meaning of life? That's a big one. Mm -hmm. That's that's a big one. <laughs> and, and for me, for me, the answer is all experiences in this game of life are designed to lead us to this discovery that we're talking about to to rediscover or to remember that divine part of our being, that sleeping giant that lies dormant within all of us, just I don't know, patiently waiting to be discovered. So, so yeah, to to discover and to surrender mm -hmm. to that sleeping giant, and then to go on and inspire others on this path. I believe is our collective purpose as human beings. I think we all share the same purpose. Those yeah. three, those three words, Tammy, discover, surrender, and inspire. Mm. And, and, and really this should be comforting to many people. I have heard, as I mentioned, I've been a seeker for decades and I've gone to so many workshops and yoga retreats and, and the number one question or the number one frustration, anxiety I hear from most of the people attending these things are they're worried they don't know what their purpose is. Mm -hmm. Well, I really strongly believe that we all share the same purpose. Discover that giant, awaken that giant, and inspire others. Yes, and I was just having this conversation yesterday. Our purpose is love. And I think uh, awakening the giant is just that. It's waking up to the fact that um, we are love. I say often that we are created by love, with love, and for love. But it's sort of like we need to fall asleep to wake up. We need to forget to remember. And it's part of the cosmic um, adventure. So I think we are so on the same page. So you said you had, uh, and, and by the way, I agree 100% with your statement about we. most of us need to go through some pain and suffering to get to that awakening. I'm, I'm in the process of uh, reading Pema Chodron's new book, uh, Welcoming the Unwelcomed. Mm. And, and she says, uh, she's a Buddhist nun, for those yes. of you who don't yes. know, best-selling best author. And she says that our suffering, our sorrow, our heartbreak, it all fosters our awakening that it's totally necessary. Again, no mistakes. When, when you brought that up, it sounds like you were speaking from personal experience. Is that mm -hmm. true? 
Yeah, you know, and I was wondering about this. Does anybody ever wake up without that personal shaking you up? Yeah, it was definitely, you know, the thing that we think is the worst thing that can happen in retrospect once we journey on this path of healing is the very best thing that could happen. Yeah, I was definitely brought to my knees by virtue of, and I think our bringing to the knees can happen in three primary areas, relationships and love, uh, money and health. And I was, all three were destroyed at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it was either, either um, jump off a cliff, take a bunch of pills or have some serious surrender conversations with the universe. And um, I, I thought I would try that first. And I'm glad I did because <laughs> my life took a radically different direction. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. The, uh, you know, the, the universe works in mysterious ways. It's so cliche, but so true. Mm-hmm. And the thing is the school of life, you know, which I go into great detail with in the book is kind of part of what you're talking about here. You know, we all have to go through it. You know, the, this, this spiritual adventure, this journey is not an intellectual journey. You can, you can read every book in the bookstore and trust me, I tried, I wore, <laughs> I wore, you know, that aisle at Barnes and Noble spirituality and self-help spent a lot I, of time there. Mm-hmm. I wore the carpeting <laughs> out in that aisle and, um, no, it, it really, it's not, you can read all those books and not be any closer to awakening, it, including my book. I mean, this is an experiential adventure. What what I'm hoping my book will do is it'll shed some light on the path where you might walk a little quicker. You cannot skip any of the steps. Cannot skip any of the steps. And you don't no. want to because you're going to have to circle back and get back to them. Right. And, um, I, I love this other quote that you had said. I think this is so wonderful. You say all of us deserve a path to healing, but we can't take our anger or hate with us, that we must forgive and love ourselves before we're able to help others and before we're able to really experience that sense of relief and peace that is our truest nature. That, that was one of the biggest things, the biggest rewards of surrender yeah. is to be in that place where you're content and at ease. When, when I reflect on my life now, Tammy, I, I, I often look at it as before surrender and after surrender, because Before right sure. now that's mm-hmm. it's two it's totally different two sides of the coin. And before surrender, which which I appropriately call the BS stage of life, <laughs> is right. That's I mean, fantastic, Tammy. Tammy, I was kicking and screaming and bitching the whole way. I was, mm-hmm. yeah, I was not. I was not you happy. Were not happy campers. No, no, no. And you know what? It's funny. What I believe that life is meant to be a, now I should say I believe life is meant to be a fun exciting adventure yeah. and to, to keep me in that state of awareness I kind of like this idea Cons- consider this for a minute the universe has been unfolding for 13.8 billion years and it's going to continue to unfold whether we like it or not yeah. so why not like it and, but, you know, it sounds so simple, but what most of us do, Tammy, is we create this long list of preferences, all of these likes and dislikes. And what those are designed to do, they're designed to try to control our world. Mm-hmm. And you know what? On rare occasions, 
all the stars will align, all of our boxes get checked, and we have that one amazing day. But you know what? All the rest of the days are full of anxiety, fear, and worry. So, so what we really need to do is focus on the one thing that we can control and that's how we react to the world. Absolutely. And you know, you you said the control thing, the control is an illusion. So uh, I think the surrender is really just letting go of control and saying, okay, God, let's let, let, let's let you drive. Let's invite you to drive. Let's go with the flow, which I know you speak of. And, um, I'm so, there's so much I want to talk to you about. And we just have a couple minutes here. Can you believe it? Was this the fastest half hour of your life, Craig? No way. Way, way. (laughs) But I'm so excited. You said yes to another conversation with us next week where we talk about the journey of the hero and people can identify where they're at and how they can get to where they want to go. We have two minutes left and I want you to be able to tell people how they can find you, how can they connect with you and how can they get a copy of this book that's going to help them become more aware of the God inside of themselves that that wake the sleeping giant so they can have more fun and grace and ease and joy and celebration in their lives. Well, fabulous. Great. Thanks. Thanks for that setup. I I almost forgot 100% of the ebook proceeds go to water.org. These guys are doing amazing things. You can read about them on my website. Uh, The website is awesomelife.com. The only tricky part, there is no E at the end of awesome. A-W-E-S-O-M-L-I-F-E. And when you see my logo, you'll understand why it's spelled like that uh the website is a great place you can email me i can interact with with potential readers i have a blog there where i post uh some new inspirational ideas motivational stuff so uh yeah thanks for uh letting me share that oh i just again i just love you i love your message i think it's such um timely and perfect and clear, comprehensive and empowering message. And I enjoyed it thoroughly. And I believe anybody that picks it up is going to find themselves somewhere in this book and that it can light their way towards a life that is uh, just more fun. And we all deserve to have some fun and fulfillment and joy. And uh, this has been really fun and fulfilling and joyful, Craig. So I'm, I'm just so grateful for you that you had the courage to write this book and that you were willing to have this conversation. Oh, it was great chatting with you. And again, thanks for the opportunity to share. Absolutely. And again, we're going to continue the conversation next week and talk about the journey of the hero. I've wanted to have this conversation. You're the perfect person to have it with. And to my guests and my friends, my listeners, my soul siblings, I'm so grateful for your energetic presence in my life. I love having conscious conversations. But what makes it even more fun and fulfilling is that you get to be part of the energy. So if you have questions, thoughts, comments, if there's something you want to hear about or talk about, just be in touch with me at Tammy B. Ph.D. Dot com or find me on Facebook. I love Facebook. Are you on Facebook, Craig? Yes, you bet. Yes. So it's fun to connect there and uh, journey forward together onward and upward as soul siblings having this weird and sometimes interesting and sometimes fun, <laughs> often fun human experience. <laughs> so thank you again for letting us be a part of your day. And we're just sending you blessings of grace and ease and joy fulfillment and celebration and of course great love so god bless you take good gentle care of yourself and let's connect again next week and uh journey on together 